youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg, and we are joined by everybody's favorite pedophile. Nick from YouTube.com slash Tic Tac Man, and joining us is one of the Navy's uh, affirmative action hires. Well, I guess they all are if we count gay as affirmative action. Hello, it's Dale. Wait, what the fuck? Where's James at? That piece of shit. No, James couldn't be on this episode. And it's a special episode. If you didn't hear that the Affirmative Action's uh, biggest leader, I guess, according to Nick, Dale is back on. You haven't heard him since episode 50. And if you haven't heard anything before episode 51, then you have no idea who he is, which is okay. So you should go back and listen to the old episodes. So let's kick it a little old school. We got all the original crew, uh, minus Ryan. But, you know, he couldn't take the time to be on here because, well, I don't know why. The Gat Cat is living it up in L.A. He's actually back in Florida. Well, he's still living it up. He's in the he's in the he's in the Ocale. <laughs> the Ocale. Yes. Yes, he's living it up in the Ocale. Remember, 30 minutes of mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M A Y H W M A Y H E M and make sure to rate us 5 stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. And as I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Greg, why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? We are the podcast your mother can be ashamed of because, I mean, seriously, look at us. We're a bunch of filthy fucking degenerates. I mean, God, people we hang out with and we invite on this show. I mean, what the fuck's wrong with us? That is exactly correct. And before we get into this special 75th episode with uh, all the original members minus Ryan because he's living it up in the Ocale, <laughs> let me cover, I guess you could call it really a question, but it's not really something I, I'm personally ashamed of. But let's pull the audience. And by the audience, I mean everyone that is here on this episode, uh, not the listeners. Although you guys can let us know what you think as well. Say your significant other, whether male or female, is uh, pleasuring you, whether it's oral or manual stimulation. Uh, it could actually be a fornication, whether vaginal or anal. And you've concluded you that... Well, yes. Uh, manual with, stimulation, because she has a manual do it for me all the time. He's my favorite gardener. Okay, so even if it's a manual in your life, if you've concluded that you're going to blow your load on her or his face, do you let your significant other do the finishing touches, meaning getting you there and they get you to that point and you blow on their face or when you're about to get there, do you take over and do the finishing touches so that you can better control its uh, trajectory and whatnot? Me personally, I'm going to say that I like both, but I prefer to control the trajectory, but not every single time because I, you know, I like a little bit of change, but I like to be able to control the trajectory because from my experience of the female controlling the trajectory, she ends up getting some of it on me because it'll get on her hand and then when she goes like strokes downwards it gets on 
my dick. And it's been notorious through the show that I've said, once it comes out of me, I want no part of it. I don't want it on me. So that I don't like. So I prefer to control the trajectory myself. Depending on what the situation is, normally if like she's on me doing it, like I, I mean, I, I don't do facials. I just, I bust in the mouth every time. So in that situation, and that's, I'll, I just let her do it. But if I'm like standing up and she's down on her knees, oh yeah, I take fucking control because that's my time to be dominant right there. Uh, well, I will actually have to agree with Nick on this one. There was most of the time, actually pretty much, yeah, I would have to say 90% of the time I would want to, I would actually, I take control and feel that domination. And I don't know, I just, I feel better when I, when I do it myself. Not saying that she like necessarily does like a crappy job, but to pretty much feel better, I guess, have that better emotion and just that all... feeling of dominance, that power. Exactly then I just, I want to do it. I want to take control. I never, I haven't really had you know, a woman that like, she actually likes the facials, but when she's like everywhere, I'm just like, you got it. So, and she'll just lay there and let me do it. I'm like, yes. So Greg, when, you know, you're jerking off, have, have you ever just like stopped when you get like right there, but your body's already gone too far and you kind of what they call ruin it by just letting it shoot everywhere and you're not actually touching it or do you just uh what did Jeff Young oh, no. say? I make, frost I make the, sure. frost the the belly or, or how's that? I make going? sure that I control that shit. I can't let it just go everywhere because then it's a pain in the ass to clean up. <laughs> I mean, it's like goddamn. I don't I don't want to have to like. The more it gets everywhere, the longer the longer it'll take for me to clean up, and the bigger a chance it'll uh, there'll be if somebody walking into my room while I'm trying to clean up and seeing it, and just like I mean, especially if it's my parents, then it'd just be the most fucking awkward thing in my life ever. Now, have you have you ever just you know got right there to the point and then just you know like took your hand off and just let it go on its own just to see how it'll happen? Once, and like I said, that didn't end well. Have you ever accidentally shot yourself in the face? Luckily, no. I have not. Well, maybe I... maybe you should, like, lay down on your back and kind yes. of, like, kick your hips or lower body up to where you're, like, on your bed, to where your ass is, like, on your bed, but your shoulders and stuff's on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then you could just, you know, jerk onto your own face or how, whatever you want to do. Why would I want to do that? I don't know. I just figure you might be into some weird shit. Hey, don't knock it until you try it. Yeah, don't knock it until you've tried it, man. Like, you gotta give it a go, and then, you know, let us know. Okay. All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason this is the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. Let's keep on the subject of jerking off, because that is pretty much at this point all this podcast has become about is jerking off because that's pretty much all any of us do well except for the exception of nick which which um i i don't i refuse to touch it myself that's that's why i kidnap children let's talk about porno pornography yes porn let's take it way way back think way way back what was your first ever experience with pornography and how did it go how did it go for you was it awkward was it awesome how did it go it was awesome until i got caught <laughs> i've already told the story about like my dad walking in on me but that that was uh that wasn't the first time i got caught it was when dish network first came out and i don't <laughs> Man, know how that old that was time ago yeah i know but it was like i learned how to work it because i had it in my house and we had family over at my house i had a couple of friends with me i don't i don't remember who i know we went up to my aunt's house because she had it as well 
and we didn't go in her living room. She had it in her bedroom. <laughs> so I just turned on the TV and started going through Dish. And like next thing you know, we found these uh, the the ones that you have to pay. You know, like fourteen. You know, like fifteen bucks for an hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, screw it, let's do it. <laughs> so we just turned it on, and I remember laughing hysterically for some reason every time something was going on i don't remember exactly what was going on next thing you know i just my dad just pretty much just my dad as well (laughs) bust just bust through the door and just dragged all of us out (laughs) i don't know if he saw what we were watching because i remember laying down in my room because i was in trouble and then i remember uh my aunt called we were the type of people that always ring twice and then go to voicemail and they were just you know, the answer machine, pick it up and we just listen who it is. And if we know who it was, we, you know, picked it up. We didn't have a caller ID or anything. Mm-hmm. So I remember her, I can hear her like yelling in the voicemail. You know what he was? What? Oh my God, <laughs> it was bad. I didn't really get in trouble. That's not really when I got in trouble. Like, I mean, like I was, you know, got a stern talking to, but <laughs> then that second time I just got yard work done. <laughs> my first experience with it was there was this, uh, this neighbor kid that lived like a road or so over and uh, his, I want to say it was his stepdad just had this massive collection of playboys when i say a massive collection i'm talking like this dude must have been subscribed and got these fucking issues like every month because he just had like boxes and boxes and boxes of them and my friend he used to always talk about them and i you know i'm like well you know what's the big deal i never really believed him about all this shit it was like a like this gold mine if you will of this shit when his parents would leave we would you know search for him and uh, we never found them, so I always thought he was lying. Until one day, we found some. In the bathroom, underneath of the bathroom sink, there was some magazines there, and there was some issues of Playboy. And I was like, holy shit, he's not lying. There's like half a dozen or so issues here. And uh, later, we found this collection that he had talked, uh, that he uh, said that existed. They had a like a garage, I guess. They were in totes. And they were just, just a mess. I mean, I'm talking probably over 300 issues. Just a massive amount. So what we decided to do, because as, you know, kids do, we were going to build this this clubhouse up in this tree, a treehouse, whatever you want to call it. So we started slowly building this treehouse, and we decided that the best thing we could do for this treehouse, once we got it built, which we did, roof and all, is we were going to slowly take a few issues at a time, of his playboys and take them and stash them in this treehouse. So that's what we did. But I just remember being like, he's going to catch us. We're going to get caught. This motherfucker had like 300 plus fucking issues. He would have never fucking known unless he had them like cataloged by date and every once in a while went and just was like, ah, my collection is so perfect and like rolled around on them or something. <laughs> like he would have never noticed. And I don't know if he ever did notice. But unfortunately, I never got to jerk off to any of these playboys. Sad. That was a shame. I'm trying to remember. Um, He's like, I've flooded my life with so much pornography, (laughs) I have no idea what my first experience was. I don't even know when it started. (laughs) He's like, I have watched so much hardcore shit that I couldn't even begin to tell you. I can't even get off anymore unless there's like three dicks and one chick's asshole. Like, I'm into such hardcore shit that I just cannot even fucking get erected without that taking place. It's got to be straight bukkake gangbang to the point to where it just makes you gag because there's so much fucking semen all over one chick's face that she's literally choking on it and fucking gagging, and it looks like really weird fucking milk, and you're like, oh my god. And then she starts vomiting it up, and then the guys make her lick all that back up. 
Oh, God. That shit is gross, Greg. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, Greg, that's really fucked up. Does your dad know you watch that kind of stuff? I should tell him. I should tell him. <laughs> Does the church know you uh, watch that kind of that kind we're of gonna stuff? See, we're going to see I'm... Greg on an episode of Intervention on A&E. <laughs> I'm sure he watches it with the priest all the time. Oh, Greg. I know his... No, you know what? I know his priest chills with me all the time. Ooh. Uh, to be to be honest, Nick, he probably doesn't chill with the priest anymore because Greg's too old for that. Oh. <laughs> uh. Nick and the priest are best friends. They tag team. <laughs> sends me pictures of Marks, and I'm like, "You'll have him by sundown." <laughs> How much money do you make from snatching uh, uh, snatching kids from uh, for the church? I should say. Well, Mike. Um... Or is that unreported income, so you shouldn't talk about it? I, to be quite honest, like I, I need my current job to cover up for how much money I'm actually making because of that. Yeah, it's it's. Oh, so your current job is kind of a front for how much money you actually make via yes. the church paying you to snatch children for them. Yes. And by church, I mean Catholicism. In Catholic. general, Catholicism in general. <laughs> uh, Greg, what what were you saying about the hardcore bukkake porn, three dicks and one ass? <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to remember how, That's all he thinks about. how I um, first got into the and... hardcore ass shit that you're into. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things to where like you start out with like a Playboy or something kind of like a softcore uh, skin of Max type of thing. And then next thing you know, you're looking at yourself years later and you're watching some chick get <laughs> three dicks in her ass. And you're like, where did I go wrong? Well, it's funny. Because <laughs> what the fuck I mean... happened to me? What? <laughs> And then you go out into society, and those people don't know what you watch, and, and you're just like, only if they knew how much of a fucking goddamn vulgarious piece of shit that I am in, in my home life. But yeah. Well, it's it's <laughs> yeah. funny, because, like, before I even, like, discovered porn, frequently, uh, like, I was, Columbus. like, a, it was pretty much as soon as I hit puberty, I became, like, a horny fuck, so, like, I mean, like, most people yeah. who hit puberty do, but... I didn't really know where to get porn from, so like I was literally just getting erections at literally anything that showed like even a little bit of cleavage. So I think though the first time I ever saw porn, like full blown nudity and sex, and that was back in the fall of two thousand three. This motherfucker and... knows the date and everything. He marked it down <laughs> in his fucking yeah. calendar. Damn. It was uh, because I was... Um, it was a life-changing event. Yeah, it, it was a life-changing event because uh, there was this old website I used to visit called uh, Newgrounds where like uh, people would uh, post Flash cartoons, games, and shit like that. And they had a bunch of hentai games on there. And I remember... I don't remember how exactly it came to it, but I ended up clicking on one and playing it. And I was like, oh, I think I kind of like this. And then... This is how I, relationships work. <laughs> and oh. then I was like, okay... <laughs> Now, so I, I should look I'll like an octopus, it. and I should put one of my tentacles in each one of her holes. So, so then I was like, "Well, let's see what real life porn is like, too." And so I like found some versus history. Do you think that's why you're so pro bestiality? Because your first experience was with hentai, and there was octopus involved, and he was tentacling the shit out of each one of her holes. And you're like, "I want to do that one day," but then you realize you don't have tentacles, so you'd rather just watch it happen to some actual chick. No, no, I never, that was not, okay, let me clarify, there was, there were no octopi involved in that video, there were, however, a lot of cat girls, so, I mean, that's probably where that fetish came from, God. but I digress. Damn, and I can already tell him which one it was. 
<laughs> see, see, Nick knows what I'm talking about. What was, the, what was the title that like something like oh, yeah. summer allergies or some shit like that? And it's now it's 2015 and 12 years later, and I'm just like, I got all that shit on lockdown. I got all this just, stuff at my fingertips. I just legit want want to see somewhere where it's just a page and it has Greg's face, like Greg Holmes, the Christopher Columbus of porn. <laughs> <laughs> when I first discovered it back in March of 20 uh, uh, of 2003. <laughs> Of 2003, when I first discovered pornography. Please, please create a porn website blog about you finding <laughs> these new ones. It would go on for pages if I talked about uh, do, the stuff I found recently. Do it, do it. Like I'm, even within the last, you would get week. a lot of hits. My first experience, I had to have been like three or four, and my father was like, I, like they kept my crib out out in the living room, and I swear to God, like my father was watching some something on it before that. It was like HBO, and then he passed out and was dead cold asleep, and so I just fucking just watched that. And the only reason at like three in the morning, because my mom worked uh, the later night shift at the restaurant she worked at, she comes busting in and sees me fucking watching that shit and starts losing her shit on my father because it's his fault. <laughs> right after that happened, I I had a tendency of humping things, humping a lot of things, and it's all been history from there. Yep. Yes. Do you feel like because it's such an early age when that became ingrained in your brain, do you feel like that's why you target that specific audience now? Because you're trying to make them relive your memories? Yes, I want them all to grow up and be as perfect as me. And now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Ryan, from the headlines. With special guest reporter Dale. Live on the scene here in the upcoming story that we're all... That is in development right now that we're all getting. You're such a fucking bad reporter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Two high school teachers are facing accusations that they invited a 16-year-old student to an apartment last month for a three-way sexual encounter. The two teachers are aged 24 and 32, were booked on one account each of carnal knowledge of a juvenile, indecent behavior with a juvenile, contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile. Now, who the fuck rats out that situation? I'm sorry. But it, I can think of two teachers, and we've talked about uh, fornication with teachers before back on episode 48. Now, I, I'm just saying, I can think of two teachers through my time that I would be willing to bang. And if I could have both of them in a threesome, I would never rat out that situation. I'm never yeah. like, oh my god. Or And I think I know which teachers you were talking about. Well, the only two hot teachers that we had in our school, so it wouldn't be hard to figure out. Now... Sure. Unless what happened was the student was bragging about the fact that he fucked two of the teachers and... In which case he's a dumbass. Correct. Mm -hmm. But you gotta think if you're that age, you know, and you can't help but brag about that situation. Somebody's like, oh yeah, well my girlfriend sucked my dick. And he's like, oh yeah, well I fucked Miss So-and-so and Miss So-and-so at the same fucking time. And they're like, no, you didn't. And then there's evidence and then those teachers end up getting fired. So it's kind of a one-up type situation, but... That's the only way I can see like it being leaked out. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fucking tell anybody. Maybe you want to. You want to. You want to guess on how it got leaked out? How did it get leaked out? He bragged. He bragged for <laughs> real. Is that how it got yep. Leaked it out? says alleged victim reportedly bragged to the other students that he was having sex with teachers and the teachers, who are friends, 
uh, said that the encounter was consensual. What do you, I mean, like, how do, what's the conversation like in the fucking break room for the for those teachers, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think tonight when we hook up, you know, like, I'll eat your puss while you suck his dick. You know, like, what the fuck? How does that conversation, how does that conversation go with those two, uh, with those two teachers? Like, it's the fucking lonely gym teacher over there, like, man, I wish I was a student. Dude, this this is pretty bad. They said that they may have video or photographs of the encounter. <laughs> now the kid Greg's gonna look, try to look this up. Now the kid was only sixteen, right? Yeah. So those won't be on the internet. Very very unfortunate that he wasn't at least eighteen, a senior, and eighteen years old. And then I'd be like, leak them bitches. The one the one teacher in question here is actually not uh, not too bad looking. The other one, eh. Okay, first off, he was homeschooled and he got to bang the teacher all the time. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, it's like that kid is lucky. Hang on, wait a second. Touch his <laughs> Hang on a second, because Nick's like he was holding school and he got to bang the teacher all the time, and Greg was like, yeah, and then went on about what he was saying. <laughs> Did it? No one else, no one else catch that because oh, I caught it. Totally I caught it, but yes. I was hoping he would catch it. But apparently he continued on. I was like, I pretty much just facepalm myself. Oh my god! god. Like, like, I, I, would... I can see West Virginia out my front door, but we happen to live <laughs> in Ohio. Okay, that's it's it's not legitimate here. Okay, Jesus I, I Christ! Just, I would just like to point out, I got the pictures, and my God, I would rail them both in the mouth. That kid was lucky because he got to have two really hot teachers. Like, I mean, because let, let's face it, let's face it. Everybody who's been in high school has had at least one teacher who they thought to eh, themselves, I would love to rail that. Dude, I would just, just imagine this. Yeah, you're like finally in puberty. You're still underage. Yeah, you rail these two hot teachers and you don't get in trouble. What do you got to look forward to after that? Oh, that's true. That's true. I well, mean, you, you, can, you... you can use the experience as a way to boost your confidence because you think to yourself, well, I just made it with you know, with two older ladies. So, I mean, now I can, now I got like the confidence to uh, pick up whoever whenever I go out to the bar or whatever. I mean, that, that would definitely be a confidence booster. I think it's going to take them down the wrong path. Yeah, no, I think I'm just saying what I'm trying to get at is if you're 16 and at 16 already in your sexual endeavors, you're kind of threesome with two of your teachers. You go straight from that to three dicks and one chick's ass like there's no intermediate between there. You, How do you one up that? I mean, like I said, you go to three dicks and one asshole. That's the only way to that's the only way to go to the next level. And it's immediate. Oh, I, th- I feel I like, like it's sex is like hard drugs, kids. Sex is so much like hard drugs. I thought it was going to be the next uh, logical step would be you get a girlfriend and then you have a threesome with the girlfriend and her mom. No, no, no. I see. You get a girlfriend. <laughs> I like where your head's at, but no. That's not where we're going. <laughs> you get a girlfriend. You have it railed by five guys and then you come to finish up later. <laughs> so not sloppy seconds, fucked up fifths. Wouldn't it be fucked up sixths? Yes. Trying to think what you're fucking so one slimy six, pretty much. You're fucking one yeah. big old nasty. You don't need lubricant at that point. All yeah, that semen in there is just doing it for you. You <laughs> like that? That is the absolute lubricant. You're not even fucking her at that point. You might as well just be fucking the inside of some dude's ball sack. Um, it would be the equivalent, Greg. Like if you got your skin zipper split open. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank and... you so much for never letting that die. 
And like, say, let's say it happened to Nick. Sorry, Nick. Let's say it happened to Nick. And he gets his skin zipper opened up, and it's a bad one, all the way up into his balls, and you're actually fucking his sack. That would be like the equivalent to what comes next after you know you you've had a threesome with two of your teachers. You know, like the next thing you do is literally fucking a vagina filled with uh, other people's cream pie. Like that's yeah, where the next that, that's the next step. I mean, that three dicks and one ass. That's just where it goes after yeah. that point. You, get, you got nothing to look forward to. If that's what the next step is, and I'd hate to know what Nick's first sexual encounter was to lead him down the path he's on. I think we've already concluded what yeah. it was <laughs> at, at such a no. Age. I mean, like when he lost his virginity, not like when like his first porno experience. If you'd like to hear about the time I lost my virginity, that is in an older episode of the podcast. Yes. We uh, we did talk about that in an older episode. I have no idea what episode it's in, but uh, one of the older ones, I would say probably pre, probably 15 and under, some episode, somewhere in episode Just how one, I like, like <laughs> 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 uh, it's, too, it's too fitting, too fitting. That's perfect. Ah, uh, too fitting. Uh, yes, but what I'm saying is like your, your normal kind of... Um, experiences if you will is like normally about the like the first thing you may get from uh, a sexual partner whether it's male or female you know not gonna single anyone out or anything it's normally like manual stimulation or maybe oral stimulation but normally it's like a manual stimulation to an oral stimulation and then to actual uh, vaginal penetration to if you get lucky or get something that glows in the dark possibly anal penetration that's normally like that's the normal progression of how it goes i had sex with a mannequin once and sometimes it goes down that route, but <laughs> sometimes the encounter is with something that you can inflate. But regardless, what I'm saying is that's the normal like progression that it kind of goes. And then maybe, you know, like once you've accomplished those things, that's maybe to where you bring another person into the room, whether it's another male or another female or whatever. But if you're if you're like getting all that at once, like I don't know what this kid's sexual activity was before the threesome, but what I'm saying is he's sixteen and has already got that. Not everyone in this episode has had that experience, and I don't mean specifically with uh, with two teachers. I'm talking about a threesome. Period. I, haven't I think had only 25 percent of the chat has had a threesome. 25 percent of this conversation has, as as Nick put it, and that's me. So you got to look at that point. We're in our mid 20s, and uh, only one of the four of us has done that. And I mean, this kid's doing it at 16. You know, that progression's kind of all fucked up as far as I'm concerned, and that's why I said that's where you, and then the next step after that's three dicks and an ass fucking a cream pie. Five dudes, cream pie. That's what I feel like happens next. Before we found out he was, like, bragging, I was like, what, what, is he, like, so straight-laced, the teacher's like, yeah, we have to corrupt him, and then he goes home and his mom's cleaning his, cleaning his dick, and he's like, this doesn't smell like it normally does. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't taste like it normally does. Now, Greg, since since you were uh, since you were saying that you were homeschooled and you had had sex with the teacher, had you ever had that specific experience that Nick was just talking about? To where you know, I I, I honestly did not hear that when Nick was. Uh, I don't know how you answered it. I just kind of zoned out because I have because like, I don't know how, but I've developed like uh, distressed uh, memories. <laughs> this subject kind of brought him back up. Someone fetch my devil mask. <laughs> 
fucking Greg's gonna branch out and make his own podcast and fucking just it's gonna Fuck go guys. and he's gonna fucking hate us and he's gonna talk shit and then he's gonna go a few episodes. Now how how about this? Since you've yet to cash in your V card, let's say this kid had yet to cash his in. Let's say mm-hmm. right now, two of your teachers that you've had uh, in college or high school or whatever, if your first like legitimate sexual experience was with two teachers at the same time, where do you mm-hmm. go from there? Nowhere. I just hang myself. Keeping it in the education system, talking about teachers, now that we've covered what we've covered, <laughs> with uh, the current edu- education system, is how it is now, uh, would you enroll your future children into public or private schools, or would you homeschool them? Or does factoring in the possibility that if you have a son that he may have a threesome with uh, two teachers from a school, does that factor into it for that matter? I'll do what I felt was done to me and just, like, throw throw my child to the sharks and, like, well, if he survives public education, good for him. I'm going to say the same thing, basically, that Nick did. I will throw my children to the wolves of the public education system. I have, in fact, been through all three systems, and I feel like if I had to pick, probably if I could homeschool my kids. There's so, so many factors you can you can think of. A couple things I was thinking about, like, depends on where I get settled in. I would have to do research on the education system there, whether it be here in Washington, back in Florida, it doesn't matter where. I would have to think about how that system is there and, like, do some research on it. And yeah, it depends on, you know, if I have a son or a daughter, if I had a son, I pretty much have to worry about him knocking up every single woman he touches. Or if I had a daughter, pretty much try not to get knocked up by every dude that touches her. Anyways, (laughs) Nick. Just so the way I, the way the way I just took that was he was he was okay with you touching his daughter as long as you don't knock her up. Like that was how that came <laughs> off to me. Well, no, you're not I, touching I accept, her. I accept the terms of the agreement, and um, don't worry, I'll, D- Dave Deerwood has already drawn up the paperwork, and you've already signed it. And it's done. It uh, done. He, don't worry, Dale. He's gonna he's going to get there before the hair does. <laughs> <laughs> So That's right, it's funny as fuck at the same time. Safest time oh. to go at it, right there. Dude, that's horrible. <laughs> We're all going to hell. This episode will be the last episode for a while. We are going to go on a hiatus so people can take care of some things in their personal life. And then we will try to continue to make episodes in the future. But on that note, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank uh, Nick for coming on again and Dale I want to thank you for coming on and being on this special episode so uh, that does it for another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem I have been your host my name is Michael Mayhew and I have been here with my co-hosts Greg Nick and Dale don't forget to check us out on iTunes YouTube Android Stitcher Spreaker all of those locations and donate to us on PayPal that's it that does it Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode and later fellas (laughs) 